Hey, this is Spark About It's podcast. Uh, I'm Matt. That's Ben, and that's Aaron. Uh, we're going to continue continue our Christmas movies uh, run here. Uh, it's the 24 days of Christmas. Yeah, we've done yeah. what? We've done three already. Two. This Two? is the third one. Last week we did what Ernest was... Saves Christmas. Before that we did Klaus. Klaus. I yes. forgot about Klaus. I thought we did yeah. another one. Maybe not. No, that, that has to be it. That's it. Okay. Uh, well, this week we're doing a. Well, it was last week. I just was say because Chauncey was on. We had a pretty divided. Not divided. I was divided. Our house divided can never stay. I was very different. I, I'll be very curious to see how this podcast. You goes. were very unique. Um, because we're doing Muppet, uh, a Muppet Christmas Carol. <laughs> Just gonna keep going. <laughs> uh, I'm up at Christmas Carol. Um, where I did we all grow up with this? Like, did you watch it? Because some people haven't seen. Like, I didn't... saw it in theater, Matt. You did? I did. Oh, well, I'm gonna be honest. I I think I saw this movie once when I was younger, and I don't I, remember in it. In the VHS. Wow, I watched it a lot as a kid. Okay, my mom. We took it. To, my mom and dad took us to see it in the theaters, and they loved it. Interesting. I yeah. I didn't even realize it was like a in theater. I would. I guess would, shouldn't be surprised that it was in theaters. You didn't know it was in theaters. The were, yeah. Oh yeah. You didn't know it was in theaters. I gr- just it watched it at bi- home as a kid. It was yeah. the biggest. It, it was, was a, a major big motion production. picture. It was a big production. I'm seeing the Michael Caine. Twenty-seven point two million box office. Pretty good. Yeah, it was a, a big deal. Million it's, budget. It's, they couldn't. This one, like the way this is done and all the stuff they did for it, can never the been models and stuff. Yeah, everything. Yeah. The whole the whole thing, mm-hmm. because so so let's put this in scope of the timing. This was like 1992, 91. Nineteen ninety two. So, I believe in nineteen ninety or nineteen ninety one, uh, Jim Henson passed away. So not too long, Jim Henson. I passed. think it was ninety. So I think yeah, is what I said. Yeah, yeah nineteen ninety, Jim Henson passed away. Yeah, ninety. And there was a big deal because they were going to do stuff with Disney and stuff. They were he was wanting the Disney to buy him. Eventually, they did buy, buy him the Muppets, but. But he wanted he wanted to he wanted to have more time to create instead of run the business aspect of it. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so he passed away in nineteen ninety. Huge deal. So did uh, uh, the other the other guy a year later, um, who uh, gosh, who, who was the voice of Scooter? Uh, I forget his name. Oh yeah, he's, I, I yeah. got it here. When did the voice of Gonzo switch? He, no, he's he's still Gonzo. Really? He still does it Gonzo. just sounds different to me. Uh, age is yeah, Richard guess. Hunt. Richard Hunt is still Gonzo. No, is Richard oh, no, no. Hunt? Richard Hunt passed away. Yeah. yeah, and he 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 directed a lot of the uh, Fraggle Rock stuff. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so and he he was very young when he went. To, that's another sad thing. He was very young when he started working for Jim Henson. But um, so if you watch the end of it, it's in memory of Richard Hunt and Jim Henson. Mm-hmm. So this is at the heels of of that. You know, Jim Henson passed away. What's his name? It became the new Kermit. You know. Uh, He's all right. Uh, he, he, yeah, and this was like the first real big debut of Kermit the Frog with a new voice. Steve Whitmire. Yeah, and then now he's gone. <laughs> Who, wait, what? When? Uh, a couple years ago. I mean, he wasn't the best, but he was at least good. The guy now is not as good. Mm. I I think the whole direction of the Muppets now is not good because I don't think they know what to do with them. I think it's because it's run by Disney, mm-hmm. and unfortunately, it needed to be. In, they they don't understand it. Are there any Hensons left? Well, the Hensons, so they sold the property of the Muppets, but the Hensons owned the other, the other Jim Henson Studio still exists, but they can't use Muppets anymore. Oh. And Brian Henson does, that's why I like that Muppet movie, that Puppet movie was only him. Mm. He's a good director, but that movie wasn't that great. 
But this, did you see it? The Melissa McCarthy one? No, it just looked really bad. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. I knew I heard it got terrible reviews, yeah. so yeah. I did I just didn't, didn't, it, didn't look interesting. But but um <laughs> puppets being foul. <laughs> Infallible. <laughs> um so anyways, this this so this is a big thing at the time. The first and it's the first joint movie with Disney. Yes. So this is the first one it did it with Disney and it was yeah. huge. And then a few years later they did Muppets Treasure Island, which is hilarious. Yeah. It's directed by Brian Henson again. But um which is a Hans Zimmer scored. Oh, yeah, yeah, which I remember is crazy. <laughs> Before like he was Hans Zimmer. He did you know Lion King and stuff like that. But anyway, so that's that's what the the gravity of the situation of um, how big this movie was. So it wasn't just a straight to VHS. You 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 offend me, man. <laughs> <laughs> you offend me. We would be me. lost without Ben on this. this that, like, yeah. You well, offend me. I feel like we have. Well, I I'm not sh- offend you. As we'll see towards the end. I this isn't a a slight on it. I was gonna say because I for TV movie. <laughs> I opened this up because. Um, when I sent it to you guys earlier, I probably made the joke on the podcast. My brother, or maybe even his friends, had a joke when we were growing up that <laughs> E equals MC squared, entertainment equals Muppets Christmas Carol. And they would say it constantly. I so was wondering I, what that was about, yeah. but I figured, eh. uh, This cryptic, just random <laughs> yeah. reference I took yeah. to everybody. The spice, but no, no, no. The spice, we, the spice. We watched this like constantly. Aaron, it sounds like you only watched it once and then forgot about this it. This is not his thing, I don't think. Yeah, I hate Muppets. Yeah. Is that true? Is no, that... I love Muppets. <laughs> he hates musicals. I don't hate them. He hates them. <sighs> you, I guess you're right. I do hate them. <laughs> you do hate them. <laughs> no, I don't. Oh, you do hate musicals. I don't love Unless musicals. it's a goofy movie, then, then he loves music. <laughs> In Aaron's defense, what was that movie we watched? Not uh, What was the one with? Danny Kaye that we did. Oh, the court jester. You That's right. jester. Yeah, yeah, you proposed that for us yeah. to watch. In my that top was great. twenty movies, there are at least two musicals. And that was great. <laughs> Nobody out pops the box. <laughs> yeah. I don't love musicals episodes. as a rule. I don't hate them either. No, he yeah. he, he loves them. <laughs> <laughs> bah, humbug musicals. Humbug musicals. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, hey, uh, Aaron, there's not a lot of musicals these days. Oh, the better to s- for the surplus population. <laughs> oh, I think I have something for this. Uh, that was very <laughs> <Yeah>. funny. <laughs> we need to add the the Statler and Waldorf to oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you watched it at the same time, the toe went up. That was funny. That was great. I didn't even realize All that right, happened. So let's talk about that. So Muppet Christmas Carol, it's literally a retelling. I think what makes this so, and it's one of those like adaptations when the cold wind where. Wind blows and chills you. Chills you to the bowl. <laughs> at the very start, yeah. Yeah. Uh, here comes Mr. Humbug. Here back, comes get Mr. Back Cr- on track. Okay. <laughs> um, uh, so it, it's fun. I would say the strongest part is it's fun to see all the Muppets like play the different characters. Kermit's Bob Cratchit, but the best thing is Michael Caine. I think by far. Oh, Michael Caine. Yeah, because ah. he plays it. He's one of the best Scrooge. Perfectly straight. I re- really because I, I we're we're gonna have some more contention this week. Oh, good, good. I, I love good, it. Good uh, for an episode. I, I want to first say, before I say my piece about Michael Caine, that I am a great fan of Michael Caine, and I don't have any real problems with his performance in this movie, but I don't see Michael Caine as a Scrooge. He's too pleasant to look at. His face is too pleasant. 
I'm pretty. <laughs> it's like, I don't believe him. Why do we fall down? What we do, <laughs> Tiny fall, Tim. What we do, fall down. <laughs> so we get yeah. back up. <laughs> I, I, uh, I don't know. I, I, I didn't think he was too pleasant. I felt like he was, he was pretty, like low simmer, simmering, like just grumbly guy the whole time. Yeah, and that's this, this, that's this, good. This is right off the heels of Jaws to Revenge, so he, uh, yeah. he's probably really pissed. <laughs> there's, a, there's, there's more than one aspect. He, was, to he, this. Ma- he wasn't channeling a lot of. For me, there's two aspects. Uh, one, I'm so used to seeing him playing other characters that are nothing like this, and I just have I have him typecast, I guess. No. And I don't know his his character reversal happens awfully quickly in the movie, without much resistance. Well, that's because just uh, Katzenberg and you spit cut that, up the movie. I'm glad you played that before the, the show because that that gave me some insight as to how the scenes were cut. Yeah. Yeah. So having heard. You, so Ben, so you one can of the ex- biggest you can explain it, but it, it's kind of a a shocking difference. So one of the big uh, controversies to this whole thing was because you're a little kid and you watch it, uh, you know, on VHS a lot. You think that's the version, you know, that you watch. <laughs> Wrong. No, on that version, you can see the chains coming through the bike. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, watch your Pee Wee podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um. So in the theatrical version, which I didn't realize, I put two and two together. There was a song that was cut. There's a couple. There's a lot of songs that they cut out of the soundtrack, but the one particular song that they cut out that was probably the most important in terms of the gravity and the turning point of of um, Michael Caine's character is Scrooge, and most emotion, the most heavy emotional beat of the whole song that they reprived the same melody at the end. Um, when he find, finds love again, the love we found, which has such a very poetic, um, you know, you know, um, je ne sais quoi. Yes, whatever that means. <laughs> I'll take two, please. Uh, <laughs> I'll have what he's having, but uh, but they tucked that out, and I remember watching it on Netflix when it was on Netflix, and I watched it like. What happened to that song? Why did they take it out? Minute. Well, I found out that Brian Henson, they, they fought and fought to have that in, but uh, Jeffrey Katzenberg, I think his name was the producer, who, if you Google him, you'll find a lot of information about him. But he was, he was kind of the head. Tell. He was kind of the head of, like, the. He was the penny pusher, the penny pincher at, um, at Disney uh, until he went off and did DreamWorks. Now, he spearheaded a lot of great ideas, but at the same time, he. Is that just a job you can get? The saving money guy? Well, he just. <laughs> according he according to Wikipedia, at least for the song, the reason he didn't he took the song out was because he thought it would not appeal to young children. Good reason. It wasn't. Yeah. It wasn't. At least according to the, it wasn't time or. I mean, they shot well, the whole thing. I so. think it was. Well, they shot a lot of things. Yeah. They shot so, other songs they cut out too. Right. So it would not appeal to young children, but also wouldn't. Uh, he thought people would be bored. With sure. It. Then you know, which probably they might. But this is a but le- how they pulled it back together at the end. It's actually kind of oh, a, it, it's a, a hu- and it and to Aaron's point about this seems like a quick turn. Yeah, and like I, that scene adds and the emotional a lot. weight. And, and I know Aaron is not the biggest fan. We all of know Aaron. Songs. We can all agree Aaron well, hates music. No, hold on, hold on. Well, I mean, look, I'm gonna I'm gonna bring this back. Aaron's not the biggest uh, fans of of songs, but he probably agrees with with this. Out of all the songs to cut, they, of course. Sh- they shouldn't have cut I that. Yeah, I would have kept it Because it was a very important beat to the story of Scrooge's 
uh, seed being planted of wanting to change. And it's also it's also one of, another p uh, component that's part of you know what this movie was a mu- a Muppet Christmas Carol that is unique. It it's not just retelling a story. It's a Muppets addition well, to like a, a story you're familiar with that they're absolutely. enhancing it and that they, they took and out. And I think where music plays into something so short of this. Okay, so. So I feel that music evokes a lot of emotion, you know what I mean? Especially done correctly uh, in in a song, like Up, you know, the first five minutes of Up, you know, the music Mm -hmm. and that, the juxtaposition images. I think that's why this was strong in this musical, because it told this whole little story of his love interest that we build up in a real short little time, even Mm -hmm. though that's a long song, it's still a short little time to build up this relationship very quickly to get the emotional beat and weight that we need. Well, here's the other thing, is that even if you're afraid they'll be bored or the song will turn off, just from like a a pacing standpoint, so much of this movie is like pretty fast. And even the songs, there's like a hundred things happening. There's all these Muppets running around. typical Muppet And then you get to this one and it's like, Especially need, for need, the first you uh, need spirit, to, yeah. slow it down, and, and it's like a real big. It's a very important story beat switch that I think was really needed, and yeah. I think it, I wouldn't have changed a so bit of it. I remember watching when we were little; the versions we had had that in for sure. Yeah, and because I remember because Brian. Yeah. So once that happened, I think Jeffrey Katzenberg went on to do his own thing, or they he somehow. But uh, Brian Henson, uh, is it Brian Henson? Yeah. Jim Henson's son. You would know. You're the Muppet. He's expert. a director. He directed this. Um, he's he pushed to have that back mm-hmm. in in the VHS, but then they had a DVD copy of it with it on it in widescreen. But when it came back to doing in Blu-ray and HD, mm-hmm. it was the original theatrical cut. Got it. And that's what you saw. On, that's what you see on Disney Plus. That's what you see in Netflix and stuff yeah. too. And everybody, if you go Google, the love is gone. That song, it's one of the most beautiful songs. Is so sad and like. You know, Rizzo starts crying at one point. Like, why is he crying? It's a few seconds. You, you know? know, I think the Disney Plus version also has a trigger warning for rat violence. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, fake animals were harmed in this. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, so having that beat was important. Uh, I was, was going to say something, but Aaron interrupted me with a really good joke. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. Oh, hey, damn ben, it. what's that behind you? What? Are you okay? What are you talking about? I don't see anything. What are you talking about? Is it? Oh. Hi-ho! If only he wasn't green. (laughs) It's not easy, Keen Green. He's gone again. (laughs) So, (laughs) you will be visited by three spirits. Here, give me some of that. (laughs) (laughs) That's a really good thing. Life is full of sweet surprises. Every day's a gift. Huh? <laughs> he turned into Goofy. <laughs> Gosh, I'm Kermit the Frog. <laughs> this is like green ketchup. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> That's a new voice for me to try to mix is Kermit and Goofy. Yeah, it's like messing with your brain. Sounds like a challenge. <laughs> green ketchup. <laughs> perfect. <laughs> All right. There's... Uh, there's kind of two two other things I was thinking about with this. First, uh, we could just talk about the first one, but <laughs> that, <laughs> uh, the first is um, this is extremely distracting. <laughs> Ben's like just marching Kermit over onto our side. <laughs> <laughs> 
There we go. Bring him back. Here, take it. Um, what you love um, a child plaything? <laughs> what are the? Uh, yeah, we're done. If you're thinking about this movie, like what? <laughs> so, if you talk to some people, it's like, oh, Muppets Christmas Carol, so great. I guess I'm. Uh, why do you think that is? Why do you think this movie has such lasting power with people? Well, I think it's just. The source material, like the yeah, the source material is good. Just what, Christmas Carol, well, the, a Christmas Carol is source material is one of the best yeah. source materials you can have. And, yeah, like yeah, here. and then the Muppets always you can attach the Muppets to anything; it just makes a good candy shell. It is, and I but I think what makes this good for me is it's it's a very it's beautifully made, mm. um, it's kind of timeless, and I love the music, and I love the music, and so the the the. Paul Williams and Miles Goodman score like Miles Goodman I think scored it and Paul Williams uh, wrote the the lyrics mm-hmm. and maybe write maybe also wrote some songs too, but he's <laughs> what you probably know him and Matt is remember when we watched the Dexter's Laboratory episode when like their tomorrow is another day and if we live like when he starts playing the piano oh yeah do, 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 yeah do, yeah. Do, do, do. That's Paul Williams' voice. What? Yeah, he he did he wrote okay. a lot of songs. Okay, and he was a performer too. But he he wrote a lot of songs. But he wrote them up at Christmas Carol, and the lyrics are beautiful. Yeah, hmm. timeless. Yeah, I've never known. Aaron, yeah. what about you? What kind of stands out for? And maybe I'm being presumpt like I'm assuming too much that you like this movie. Obviously, it didn't stick with you because you kind of forgot about it. <laughs> but on. Rewatching it or revisiting it, was there anything that like I most stood enjoyed out as the framing as, where Gonzo and Rizzo are not really there and they're the omniscient yeah, narrator people. I, I think that's a really good point to have like a separate like kind of comment, especially for this audience. That way they can always jokesters. be there and not have to interrupt the scene. Yeah, Paul Williams also did the Muppet movie too, all the songs in that too. So he he's a Muppet tie to him. Hmm. Well, and there's so much. I, I, uh, was he the writer and lyrics of the the new Mystery Science Theater three thousand? Yeah, go on, keep going. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> he wrote Rainbow Connection. I didn't know that. Wow. So he had a lot. Of, he has a lot of Muppet. He has a lot of Muppet, to him. Muppet ties. He, he's got strings attached. <laughs> they use sticks, <laughs> idiot. <laughs> um, you know, if you ever dress, the, dress up of a Muppet for Halloween. This is for you, Ty. If you if you ever drop, dress up a Muppet for Halloween, it just makes sense to have the sticks. Yeah, you gotta you have the and, sticks, or you're not a Muppet. Around like this, oh! <laughs> you know. Yeah. <laughs> I hurt myself. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. I think all that hand waving really tuckered you out, huh? <laughs> I think one of the strongest things about this one for me, uh, I agree with the music. I agree with having a kind of common commentator the only thing i would add is i think it's and we already talked about michael kane but i think michael kane the best part is that f- with the source material they didn't undercut like kind of the spookiness or the sk- like the severity of some of it no and i think some of the what i liked most other than the marley brothers which is perfect perfect yeah, choice yeah, per- um the spirit they created up they created new puppets that were kind of Realistic for the spirits, except for yeah. the Christmas present, but he's perfect. And what's his name? I think uh, is it Jerry Nelson who played, who did his voice, classic Muppet guy. Like he's a great, he's a performer too. He he likes to sing and, and stuff too. But he's a great Christmas present. Um, and then like the 
the costume for the Christmas yet to come is oh, yeah. so creepy. Yeah, that was really good. good. Really I good. didn't, however, enjoy Christmas Past. It looked off. Yeah, she was a little setting. bit but out it of was, place. It, but it was fine. But it was a cool concept. Sure. Well, yeah. You know what they did? They filmed it underwater. That's what I thought too. Really? Yeah. They filmed her in a blue, and they keyed her out underwater. That's why she's floating like oh, that. Oh, cool. This, this is practical. Everything is practical yeah. in this thing. I mean, there's probably some digital stuff. I would have tried to muppet up the Christmas pass a little bit, but I, good concept. Well, muppet. I think it works in the con in the context of the seriousness of his sadness. Mm-hmm. How sad he was of his past. You know, it, they, yes, if, of they would have kept that song in. Um, they, they um, I, I lost my train of thought again. Oh no! So what, when we were talking about the like we talked about the source material, we so we've now done this year quite a few puppet themed podcasts. We did Labyrinth. We did uh, yeah, yeah. what was the other one? Dark Crystal. Dark Crystal. Now we're doing this. Yeah. Uh, I don't think we're missing any others. We haven't done all the Muppet movies. I think we should, no. at some point we should do a whole ranking of that. I guess for me, mm. and, and we can use oh, this yeah. as maybe like a transition into the ratings for this specific movie, but for me, this movie still even now stands out above those other ones. Well, let's 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 not and, compare it to Muppet movies. Let's compare it to other Christmas Carol versions. Well, before we get to that, <laughs> I, I guess my question is what make... I, to me, I, when I think about like Labyrinth and those... I don't. I think just the char- the Muppet characters are just so much stronger. Like in well, so much more. I, I think the source material is so strong. I think you have such a like, the Chris, a Christmas Carol is probably one of the greatest stories ever written. You know what I mean in terms of source material. So I think having that good source material so, it makes it a, something like it makes for really layered strong. Things where you can take those Muppets and, and do whatever the hell you want with them. You know what I mean? You can and it doesn't expand. hurt. Mm. Uh, the Muppets are so well established on their own that when you attach them to something, it just gets sure. good. So I think it was a good marriage in terms in terms of flavoring it up. You know, I think Treasure Island, Muppet Treasure Island is the same to me. I think this is probably a little bit better. Muppet Treasure Island is a little more goofier. Yeah. This has a little bit more serious context because mm-hmm. of the nature of the story. Muppet Treasure Island, there's some serious stuff, but it's mostly goofy. Mm-hmm. It's actually probably a better marriage for the Muppets, you know what I mean? I don't know. The Muppets have a pretty good range, in my opinion. I like that do they kind of showed that range in this one. That's true. Yeah. That's true. But I love I love how stupid they are. <laughs> <laughs> and I think Gonzo... I love how... I just love whenever they work... How they work in all of them. And, like, I, and I think Gonzo and Rizzo Beaker, is pr- yeah. great as the storytellers. Yeah. Yeah. When Beaker was singing in the song and it's just me, 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 me. me. Yeah. I, I was laughing. Yeah. I'm not afraid to there, bring there, this There's a whole song with Beaker and. Oh, the Sweetest Chef. That's the one that got <laughs> yeah, me. We're like, we had to get him in the movie somehow. <laughs> um, if you had to pick out something from this that was like weaker, what would you. I don't think anything's weak. I mean, like, there were some cool ideas. I think. Um, I think Christmas pr- past is probably the one of the f- things I would call out that could I, have been a little bit more I aligned. Like it. it could have been more aligned with the others. It seemed out of place. There's a cool tra- did they show it they showed it on the screen. I forgot how cool the transition was, the warp transition of yeah, the Christmas pretty cool. Christmas yet to come going through stuff. That's a cool idea. Um <laughs> I, I mean they had those creepy Muppets who were hoarding going through the spider and stuff. That was a really creepy scene. What? The spider when he's going through the his clothes. Oh, what you got, bro, Joe? Oh yeah. You know? oh, yeah. I, I mean, that, that was a pretty, pretty 
you know, he's tickling the girl. Mm. It's, like, it's very Oliver Twist, mm. you know, of the feel to it. But um, I don't know if there's any, anything really weak in this. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't say there's anything weak either. No. Yeah. Uh, it's, no. It's overall a strong effort. So if we were to compare it to other... So I was thinking about this on the way over, and maybe I'm just... Uh, I can't... Uh, my brain's not processing it, but I feel like... I sim- other than this, I simultaneously can't think of another concrete iteration of A Christmas Carol that I have seen. But also, I feel like I've seen a hundred of them. What about but this the- one? For some reason, bubbles to the top, and so I. So yeah, this I've one- seen Scrooged. I've seen that, but that's so a no. Bit I've different. seen the George C. Scott one, I which is a real that. dark yeah. one. I've seen the Jim Carrey one. I haven't seen that. I uh, which there are elements in that one I do like, but this one's superior. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's things that probably like creepier in that one. What about the Patrick Stewart one? That's terrible. Oh. Terrible. <laughs> terrible. It's okay. Uh, I think <laughs> Patrick Stewart's another. I can't really see him as being a bad guy. Yeah. The 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 la- Okay. So the one that comes close, but it's not a full feature, to me, is a Mickey's Christmas Carol. Have you ever watched that one? I think no. I have. Oh, that one's great. That was great. That was like early, late 80s, early 90s, and it was, it was short. It was mm-hmm. short, but they did the whole thing. And the ghost of Christmas past is this guy in a hood that smokes a cigar, and then he, realize, he reveals himself to be Pete, you know? <laughs> and they have Scrooge McDuck as, Scroo- uh, as Scrooge, so there you of go. Of course there's they do. Perfect marriage. Uh, <laughs> but there's some really, th- that one was really good, and the, and the ghost of Christmas uh, present is the giant from. Mickey and the Beanstalk. So they, they uh, use, and the cool. Jimmy Cricket's in it at one point. I think he's the narrator. So, but it's actually really good. Yeah, Mickey's Christmas Carol. That's a good one. In terms of the same plane of, of kids, but that one's scary, though. There's some scary ones in that one. And there's some better transitions. I think the weak, okay, I do think the weakest point is, especially compared to that one, when he sees his grave and he pulls the, pulls the, uh, the robe, and, he's, and he realizes he's in bed the whole time at mm-hmm. the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's very anticlimactic. It wasn't a big climax. Whereas the Mickey Christmas one, mm-hmm. the, the, he falls down in the uh, or Scrooge McDuck falls down into the uh, a grave that's on fire, and he's trying to pull himself out of the grave. It's like it's really like demonic. That's intense. It was really intense, and that was a better climax. I think a better, better. Um, yeah, it kind of uh, just happened. It's in like this it's one. your grave, Ebenezer, and like Pete's got a cigar and like <laughs> tosses him into the grave. You know what I mean? Like ah, and it's like this fire and brimstone, scary like sequence. You know? Yeah. To really, I, jolt. I think I yeah. think that was the weakest part. It was okay. kind of didn't. It, it was a good payoff, but and then didn't have that payoff. And like little elements in this, like when it shows little bunny like cold by himself. Yeah, you know, yeah. I like that little that little guy <sighs> character. Hey, yeah. well, that's does he have a name? Me? I forget his real name. He's in other stuff. Yeah, like I his name would just be Buster or something. <laughs> I just assume. From Tiny Toons? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I, I don't know what it is. For some reason, I can't. Maybe it's just nostalgia and growing up with it. But um, there's something about this one that that just sticks with me. And I, I, I want to say it's the the juxtaposing light. And what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> Are you gonna do like an awkward like scene where oh Kermit's standing in this in this shot, wow, <laughs> staring he's, at the moon? He's 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 ice skating now. He actually has legs. Those are always like <laughs> moonwalk out of I'm it. Gonna get you. Those are always jarring when Kermit shows up with legs. Yeah, yeah. In a shot. 
I the 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 holistic the the sets and the pro, pro, like that just <laughs> deserves that deserves call out again. I like it on your lap. Yeah. <laughs> so where'd you get that little thing? I don't know. The sets are great. Yeah, the sets are great. Sure. Was that opening shot like a, a miniature? It was, and they do a pan down. Yeah. It's perfect. It was some transition in the pan, but it was good. Yeah. yeah. I thought it was pretty well shot too. Just oh, all yeah. the different angles oh, yeah. and for the songs and everything. Um, definitely a really well produced movie. <laughs> okay, oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, let's rate the movie. Okay, uh, maybe we should start with me. Aaron, go I first. have a feeling I'm going to give it the lowest score. Okay, uh, <laughs> I like this movie just fine. I didn't have any problems with it. No real criticisms. It was a good interpretation of the the classic story. Are you taking pictures over there? Oh, that's like Kermit in the background. There. Oh. Well. Uh, <laughs> I think I would give this movie a six out of ten. That's pretty good, Aaron. <laughs> yeah, it's not it's not bad at all. It's worth seeing. I think. I know. <laughs> and uh, I don't. It you just fucking bitch. <laughs> it's the perfect movie ever. <laughs> Wait, where's the intended for sixteen? <laughs> <laughs> We've done so many kids movies since the thing. <laughs> you, are... you ruined it. Bleep us out later. <laughs> I don't edit things. Uh, oh! <laughs> I didn't even hear. Aaron, you gave it a six? I gave it a six out of ten. Okay, I'm going to... I gave it a six, too. Uh, okay. I, I, what? Yeah. I gave it a six. Oh, my God, you fools. It's an eight. I just happen to like an other eight? Muppet okay. things more. I don't know if I like other uh, Muppet things more, oh, but what? I... Have you seen the, the Great Muppet Caper? That's the one I would I've, point to. I haven't seen that, so... Muppet Take Manhattan? Yeah. It's also good. Oh, my God, man. I even liked the, I uh, the, one the the newer Muppet movies. Those were okay. I liked Which one? the first new one. I the liked, uh, one. Uh, what was it? I haven't watched any of those. The second one, second Muppets one. Most Wanted. I, I kind of liked that I one. didn't yeah. see That's that. That's a different Kermit. The yeah. one before that I loved. I thought, I oh, think I you th- would like it. Oh, that was not that good. I, th- I didn't like that one that much. You didn't? It's very much Force Awakens for me. <laughs> That's exactly how I would describe it. Yeah, it's very it. much like, oh, maybe berries? It's, all, it's the whole thing. <laughs> And you know what? Force Awakens is okay, but it's different. Mm. No. Mm. Nope. It's still Star Wars. All right. It, it is still We're Star Wars. We're not going to dive into that. No, at eight, least eight until out of 10 closer. because this is a classic Christmas um, classic. It is a, Christ- <laughs> a classic Christmas classic. Well said. A CCC. Without a hint of redundancy. Yeah. No. No redundancy uh, at all with redundancy. Classic cr- you, Christmas classic during Christmas. <laughs> All right. Matt, do you know what movie we're doing next week, Matt? I don't. Is uh, it, it going to be any any kind of jingle jangling going on? I think we should do that, and then we can wrap the wrap up the month with our like a heavy hitter. I know what heavy hitter that you is. Want to do jingle all the way next week? Yeah, sure. Because I would love to do that. Did you know I've never seen jingle all the way? Oh my! You still haven't? Never. Okay, then we definitely should. <laughs> Come here. Uh, let's, let's analyze this. Go go back to go back. So so. There's some little bit of bad uh, keen on his because he has a webcam. Come back come to me. Come back to me. Look at this crisp, clean key. It's a good key. There we yeah. have. Oh, dude. It's a good <laughs> key. How do I get it out of there? It's okay, a good there. key. There it is. All right. Next week, Great, we'll there, be jingle yeah. all the way. Uh, so. Oh. <laughs> 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 you can't even see it. I'm watching it. <laughs>